The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm one with the force of forces with me. Now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Well, let's start somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast, recorded... What day is it today? May it 19th. is May 19th. That's what day it is. We're just all over the place. So our normal day, recorded May 19th, 2022. My name is Joe Becker, one half of the KyberCast team. The other half is... Michael Diaz. Hey, what's up, COVID boy? Uh, still have COVID. That's about it. Well, I mean, you can go out now, technically, right? I, I have been, so... I mean, yes, I was cleared to go back to work on Tuesday. Actually, technically last week, Friday, but I usually work from home Fridays and Mondays. Right. So I went to the office on Tuesday. I, I mean, I don't feel like I'm sick sick, but I still got a bit of a cough, but yeah. not terrible. I hide in an office and shut the door. No one interacts with me ever. Well, that part was prior to, you know, doesn't matter about COVID. They just did that anyways, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stay away yeah. from... From the ogre. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, What'd you, Joe? Oh, just working, man. Nothing crazy. It's all good. There's, you know, we're in conference season at work. I'm sure you know that through Shay. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's our time, but we're done with ours. And so it's all good. Getting ready for summer. You know, we got Fridays or half days. That's going to be awesome. Oh, that's badass. So, yeah. Anyways, there's so much news to talk about this week, Michael, that like hit in the last two days. So much news. That it might be half our show. At least. At least. Because I know Michael doesn't give a shit about Halo. So. <laughs> However, could you guess? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Let's, let's jump in. I'm, I'm completely up to date on everything today. I know. I know. That's good. Me too. Um. Jump right into it. You have a, a couple up here, so why don't you start it? The Marvel well, time. We have a couple Marvel news first, right? Yeah, we're, we're going to start with the Marvel news. So uh, for those of you that were missing cameos by Stan the Man Lee in your Marvel films, well, we've got some news for you. Apparently, Stan's going to be coming back. They uh, Marvel bought his likeness, or I should say rented. Yeah. <laughs> they get to use his likeness for the next 20 years, so... Get ready for some uh, Uncanny Valley, huh? Uh, I don't know if it's going to be Uncanny. We'll find out how they use them. But I think it's awesome. Why not? It, it is neat, but uh, there's also that part is like, he's dead. So uh, what? I mean, I mean, like some, you know, some of these actors and stuff, you know, they've got enough footage that they can, they can probably almost do a whole role for some of them now, right? Right. But, uh. Stan the man, he just had a bunch of cameos. It's going to be, I don't know, it's, it is it's, kind of cool. It's, it's going to be uncanny because you know he's dead. Like I, I always say, like in your mind, you know it's fake already. It doesn't matter how good it is or how great it is. You know he's gone, so you're going to think that anyways. There's nothing they can do to make it better for you. Well, and he said his tagline enough times. I'm sure they can piece together, you know. Well, I don't know. if you, Did you see that Bourdain movie, Roadrunner? Yeah. 
the the AI, reason, the, the voice was all AI. So yeah, there's a, a quote that he says in the movie that was AI. It was yeah, yeah. They recreated his voice. So yep. obviously, Stanley has enough out there. I'm assuming they're going to do the same for him. So oh, yeah. In one way, it's really cool, but I don't know. It's also kind of creepy, don't you think? Not anymore. I mean, it's just a way of. What difference is that or putting his likeness in a comic book? These are comics, so it doesn't bother me. I don't know. I, I mean, it's it, like you said, it is kind of cool, but I mean, it, it's cool in the fact that I mean, he's getting paid. His estate, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell? What, what the, the hell? hell? There's other. There's worse things, like maybe the She-Hulk trailer. You didn't like it, Joe, did you? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know where I stand on that. But that's the next piece of news. I was just kind of leading in. Yeah, I know. Um. Okay, so I'll say this. This was our first look at She-Hulk. Well, not okay. We've seen a couple clips, I should say, not clips, images. But this is the first real trailer, the first, you know, action we've seen. And it was all right. I mean, it looks fun. It's like, what, Ally McBeal with Hulk abilities or something. But that's who she is. (laughs) That's fine. Like, I don't know the comic. So from what I understand, I guess it looks good for the comic people. But I don't know. It's, it's it could be great. I'll watch it. I don't um you know the the whole point to me is is like because of stupid rights and things that are going on, like we can't get a Hulk thing. So they gotta shoehorn every other property that they own so they don't lose it, number one. And that's how you can get the Hulk in it, because you can't be a Hulk in a standalone. Well yeah, because Universal I think still has the rights to having a standalone Hulk movie. Right. Yeah, and I don't and I and, uh, and I don't like Dr. Hulk or whatever it is. I just don't Professor like Hulk? Yeah, I don't like it. Either be crazy or be him. I don't like the CGI Shrek or whatever he is now. But that's, that's comics accurate too. There have been many times. I, it's fine. I'm not saying it's not comics accurate. I just don't like it. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's accurate. I wouldn't like it in the comic either. It, you, know, you know what I'm saying? It depends on the story, but yeah. Yeah, no, I, it doesn't. It, it does not depend on the story for me because I don't like that character. Oh, I see. I like it. I, I don't want to hear him talk. I want him to break shit and I want him to scare people and I want him to blow shit up. That's what the Hulk is. I don't want a smart Hulk that does nothing for me. It's a waste. Like be Banner, like have Banner be Banner and have Hulk be Hulk and then let them work it out. But I don't like the middle because it's just boring. Meh. As fuck. I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> it's boring. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. That's me. But, uh, well, She-Hulk, I mean, I I don't know if you gathered this from the trailer, but she has a little bit more control over her transition. Well, I don't know if I got that. I just didn't know if she transferred as much. And, and like, I don't know anything about the character. Like, why does, why does she even get, and you may know this, but why does she even I become that? This. So. I'm, I'm assuming they'll explain it in the show, so I won't spoil it. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I'm going to watch it. That's a Marvel show. It could be great. I think it looks I mean, fun. I have no idea if it's going to be good or bad. It, like, it looks a little, this looks more campy than anything else they've done. It does. It does. Well, part of it too is, I don't want to give anything away. I won't give anything away. Never mind. I'm well, like, we're coming off, we're coming off Moonlight, Moonlight, Moon Knight. Moonlight was with Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepard. Um, Moon Knight. <laughs> Way to age ourselves. Well. Like people don't know we're old. What the fuck? By now, um, you know what? I like. 
I liked Moon Knight, but I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. So, like, I don't know what they're doing with their series. Like, some of their series, uh, I don't know if they're getting better, worse, or or just mediocre. But we'll see. I think, I don't know. Some of them, obviously, like, Loki is obviously coming back. So there's more story to tell. Oh, and I can't wait. Yeah. Um, But some of them, like, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, are basically, they're filling in gaps. In, so that way they can get to the movie. Yeah, and I like that series a lot too. I mean, that was I liked that. Right. So, well, WandaVision went nicely into Doctor Strange, but you haven't seen that yet, still. So Michael's going to wait till it's streaming, I think. No, no, no. I I just couldn't get to it this week. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping. I'm giving you shit. I can see it this weekend. Right. I still had COVID up up through Monday. I couldn't. You know, people in the theater. People in the theater don't know that. Well, yeah, I don't want to be one of. Those. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Be. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, it, it, it looks fun, but at the same time, those CGI effects can't be final, can they? Please let them not be. For the She-Hulk? Yeah. I'm sure I mean, they're final. Ooh, there's a couple. I mean, sometimes it looks all right, and sometimes it doesn't look so I, You right. know, we got to get to this point where CG is like, either we live with it, like, there's never going to be perfect. There's always going to be something slightly off, and we, we just have to get past that um sometimes it's suspend disbelief i know mean, look at look at book of boba fett when they did luke in the daylight he looked way better than he did oh yeah he looked good but this is also a green character so she turned into fiona anyways <sighs> that's funny it's funny but it's true you know so <laughs> i i like you said i think i've said this several times now i think it looks fun but i hope they polish it up a little bit more with the cgi that said this is not the only attorney in the Marvel. Uh, no, nice in segue. The Marvel universe. I know. Thank you. I think I'll let you take this one, Joe, because I know you. You hopped right on this one. Well, it was sent to us by our buddy Josh that, um, you know, took uh, that that pointed us to this new um, link, and it was to uh, comicbook.com that says uh, Daredevil is going to be a new season. For Disney Plus. Now, I don't know if it's a new season or if it's a new series. I assume it's going to be a season, but we don't know that. I glanced at the article because I think they linked what to Variety or I don't know, Hollywood Hollywood Reporter or something like that. Yeah, Deadline Hollywood, maybe. No, Hollywood. It doesn't matter. Um, I did read the, I did skim the article a little bit. It sounds like it's a new series. Now, how much they pick up from the Netflix stuff, because this is going to be interesting because the Netflix series was definitely a PG 13, sometimes R based just on the violence. Yeah. Disney is not going to go above PG 13. Well, there was no camp. No, no. So it was very much a, uh, let's say Batman esque feeling, you know, of the last four Batman movies, you know, that kind of feeling. Right. So, um, I'm hey, I'm looking forward to it because I like it. I, I, Michael still hasn't watched the last season, I don't think. So um, I started it, but this is a guy who put was all in on two crappy Star War Star Trek uh, series, but he won't watch something that's actually them. great. I liked him. I didn't. It's just about. Don't tell me you like Picard. Get the fuck out of you. you. You talked about it last week. You liked it. Don't you just said well, you didn't. Like I liked it. it until the end, and then it shit the bed. Then I was not happy. No, so. Right, and I'm telling you that season three is better than anything in a long, long time. I get that, but I've explained this before. 
Uh, Shaley is not interested in watching. So it, just so. watch it. Okay, but I have to find time on my own. But sometimes I'm put down the Call of Duty and just watch the damn show. I really like shooting people in the face, though. It's so <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm excited. I, I mean, am totally excited. I think I, this is where we see Kingpin come back from Hawkeye. Well, we'll see, right? We hope. I assume. I mean, well, they're also bringing the um. What's that? The they did talk about they teased the um. Oh my gosh, Echo. E- Echo show too yeah, I think that's in production. 2023 that's a long ways away yeah does anybody want it <laughs> eh. maybe i don't know better be I, good it's marvel right so i give them the benefit of the doubt of course so but maybe they're but, overextending now i don't know you know people always say that but then their stuff really does well it, it may do well but i don't think i'm not sure moon knight did is that well I'd like to see the numbers. I'd like yeah. to see the numbers. But we never will because, because of streaming. It is right. Well, they will if it's great. They won't tell you if it's bad. That's right. If it's okay, they won't tell you. If it's bad, they won't tell you. If it's right. amazing, you they'll tell hear you. about it. Right. Well, anyways, who does not want to see more Daredevil? It's a great character. Um, one of the better characters in the Marvel Universe, in my opinion. Um, very complicated character. Cool backstory. I, I really think that people that listen to the show if you haven't seen daredevil the netflix stuff that's now over on disney plus just watch season one two and three of that you don't have to get into the defenders and all that if you don't want to but you know i found those fun um well and did i read correctly they brought back the writers too they did and yep so i'm in that's why i'm saying it might be an ex another season not necessarily a new series Technically, I guess it's a new Disney Plus series, technically. Correct. But I'm not sure. It's uh, I think I would assume it's a continuation. Why why bring Vincent D'Onofrio back and the same actor and then have a whole new thing? Well, it could be a multiverse. So yeah, but say Netflix was I think the multiverse is going to be the undoing of Marvel. Eh, we'll see. I'm liking the story possibilities at this point. But you're right. It, it does make things a bit too easy. Like, oh, we killed off this character, but we brought him back because this one's alive from another universe. Right. right? I mean, you, you know, we'll see where they go. We'll see. We'll see. I think multiverse is going to get a little tiresome for a lot of things. See well, the later. great thing with that is that, that they can always have a crisis. And bring it back. And bring, to destroy them all, except right. for one. Right. The 616. I mean, that's what DC keeps doing in the comics. Yeah. Well, don't follow them. That's not a template. <laughs> well, the comics are good. And we're not yeah. talking about the DC extended universe. That's All right. That's very hit or miss. Yeah. And okay. So the next thing that you sent over, go ahead. The next boys. Things actually. A few things. Season three. Yeah. Super violent. Well, yeah, it, it, it looks like it's going to deliver everything that we love about that kind of that show. Yes. I mean, new characters. You got the guy from um, Superstition as the Captain America guy. Soldier uh, Boy. Yeah. Soldier. Is that his name? Soldier Boy? Yeah. Uh, we ran into him at Disney, actually. Michelle went bonkers because that's her favorite show, Supernatural. Oh, really? That's Mackie's favorite show. Yeah. Um, he was there with his family. I guess his wife had a birthday or something. Jason Angles. Uh, yeah. Name. Yep. Yeah. He looks different with a beard. And he, he's definitely, yes, the... Uh, Captain America-esque character. Yeah. So that looks good. Now, what's his name? I, I'm forgetting all the name of the people, but now he's got superpowers. He took the... Um, Butcher? Yeah. Did yeah, you read the he, comics or no? 
Uh, I did it for a little while, uh, but then it shifted to another publisher, and it was around the time where I just couldn't keep up with comics anymore. So I, I've, I've read a couple arcs, but I, we're, we're now in the part where I have not read the comics. Gotcha. So, yeah, looks like he has powers. Clearly, drink something. Well, you, they took a, you take a pill, and it gives you powers for X yeah. amount of hours or something like that. Yeah, his eyes get out gold. Yeah. Um, but it looks like it's going to deliver all the violence that you want. And, I mean, even the previews are showing heads blown up and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, they're not holding just, back. Yeah, it's, it's violent. It's a great show. It is a great show. It is. I mean, is there violence, violence gratuitous? Yes. But oh, they, yeah. They make it work within the show. But that is the aesthetic of the show. Yes. Hundred percent. So if you don't like that kind of aesthetic, don't watch it. It's, exactly. it's gore. I mean, it is a horror. It is superhero gore. One hundred percent. And then Michael put on here the next thing, a little teaser for Prey, the trailer for Hulu. Is this a film or a series? It's a film. It's a film. Yep. Based on Predator. So this is what three hundred years ago, and we've got a predator mm-hmm. hunting members of the Comanche. Uh, yeah, Indians or Native Americans, Indigenous people. Yeah, um, Hulu's lucky that I pay for Hulu already, and uh, but I would certainly not <laughs> not interested in other words. I what, what it's going to be a, the same thing. What am I going to? I know, but I don't know. So it's Jurassic Park. What? All right, it's hunting. Okay. I keep hoping. I don't know. I I liked obviously the first Predator is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, for what it's worth, I actually quite liked the second film. And then the quality drops off from there. I, like, you know, a few weeks ago, I rewatched Predators. I enjoyed it. It's not as bad as I remembered. Uh, the Predator is not good. I keep hoping. Hoping. Sometimes, you know, with a smaller budget, it forces, it be, forces you know, uh, directors, writers, and everyone on a film to be more creative. Did did anybody talk in this preview? I don't think so. It was very, very. It's it's, it's definitely a teaser. Here's the problem. Well, here's a, a challenge. I should say, if they are going to work with Native Americans, like I do not want to see them speak English. It should be all subtitled then. Like, like what are they? Gonna, Mel Gibson directed it, so that way. But you know what I'm saying? Like, why go through that trouble? And then just have them speak good English. It's going to well, be lame. Just say it's translated. I, no, <laughs> you can I'm have. Okay with it. Uh, I'm not. I mean, the, the species on Star Trek aren't all speaking English. Star Trek is science fiction. Well, this is too, I guess. But you're going into our past. Right. It's our our world. So. Yeah, but okay. There are all kinds of stuff that we, you know. Uh, 300, they definitely didn't speak English. They spoke Greek. That's a comic book movie. That's it's based off on, yeah. yeah. Historical thing. I get, it. I get it. But this just does, it just feels, it'll feel awkward to me. I'm okay with it. I've seen I'm Dances okay. with Wolves, put it that way. And I just, you know, they didn't do that then. It was done the right way. It depends. I've seen movies do it where they start in the language and it's subtitled and then it just kind of shifts in the English that way you kind of realize fine okay, if they want to do if they do this. that great maybe that'll work right. but I don't think they're going to do that here probably not yeah, uh, listen 
I know not. I don't know almost nothing about this film other than the trailer and that it takes place 300 years ago. I, I do have an issue. So the predators, the way their race is supposed to work, from what we've learned in the films, is they they want to challenge, they want to hunt. So there have been times we've seen in the films, if someone doesn't have a weapon, the predator pretty much leaves them alone because it's no sport. This predator is hunting down people with bows and arrows. Right. But they still show the, you know, the, the triangulated scope, you know, the laser sights that show up. Why is the predator using a smart gun against someone with a bow and arrow? Don't know. Maybe that's a episode or first few minutes of the movie. Then it cuts back to the future. Who the hell knows? I'm just saying, uh, that's my only one gripe only because I know the predator has other weapons. It has all kinds of blades, has, you know, stabs. And I mean, do they things. keep coming back to try to win? Cause it seems to me that they've lost every time <laughs> well, or it took a while to lose anyways. Not every time. I mean, just in the movies we've seen, that's the whole point of the movies is that, uh, they took on someone that they couldn't defeat. Right. Well, I, I think they pretty much won in Predators because... I didn't see that movie. Oh, you didn't see it? It's actually decent, Joe. I, 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 we'll it's see. Decent. Um, But yeah, I mean, they've been very successful in the past. I mean, if you saw you saw Predator 2. Mm-hmm. Which I like. At, we talked about that. At the end, the broken tusk Predator hands out that gun yeah. from like the 1800s or 1700s or something. Right. So obviously, they were successful in the past, so... I'm, you know what, I'm part, I'm excited only because I love the franchise, but, well, not, not a but, like I said, I'm excited because I like the franchise. Um, this is a way to reboot it in a way. And the fact that it's low budget, I mean, I'm not gassed or super excited that it's going to Hulu, but again, sometimes a low no, budget for creativity. Right. So, well, the next thing on Hulu, then let's jump into that. This one, I don't, I'm a, this is a big question mark. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, they're rebooting it to Hulu. Is a series or a movie? Not sure. Have you seen the movie with Sean Connery? I have. And? Um, I liked a lot of it and I didn't like some of it, but I didn't never, I've never read the comic, so I didn't know that. You know, Tom Sawyer wasn't in it. Like, I had no clue. I didn't know that. So it didn't right. bother me like it bothered you, apparently. Um, well, also, uh, and I like I like Sean Connery. I like the premise of the movie, and some of the stuff was pretty good. I didn't think it was horrible. Um, interesting characters. Uh, so, I mean, I didn't hate it. I thought it was fun. Like, if it, if it, sometimes if I see it on, as it flip channels, I'll put it on. Right. You know what I mean? I don't think I've seen it again since I saw it in the theater when it first came out. I just... I never I saw it in the theater. It. Put it that way. I, I happened to see it like when it was released on cable or something. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I went to the theater because I was so excited. Yeah, so if it's in your wheel... That, that's the thing with a lot of the stuff that we do on this you know, podcast, right? If it's not something in your wheelhouse in terms of like what your expectations are, you almost have more fun with it. I agree with you. I'll, I will agree with you on that because... I remember going back when X, X-Men 3 came out and it was directed by what Brett Ratner. Oh, he's such a hack. But I I read none of the spoilers ahead of time. I didn't read I Because as soon as they said Brett Ratner was doing it, I was like, oh, this is going to be a shitty movie. <laughs> and then I scored free tickets to go see it at a premiere. 
Say fine. I, I knew nothing about the movie going in. I expected it to com- be complete shit. I actually kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. So yeah, when I saw it like on HBO, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, I, I, I thought it was fun. It was a fun little story. I mean, I, I, I like Sean Connery and I thought he did well in it. I know there's a lot of trouble on set, I guess. And there's a lot of things that went wrong. And I think it might even be the last film he did because then he retired. He did after uh, that. Um, maybe that show made him retire. I mean, there's holes in the show, but uh, I thought it was fun. I, yeah. Dorian Gray's interesting character. Like, there's interesting characters in there. I liked, I liked Dr. You know, Jekyll and Hyde. Um, um, I liked uh, the Nautilus and Captain Nemo and, you know. But you're a good, also a big fan of that movie, the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, right? I am. I mean, it's also a very steampunk show movie. Right, right. Um, well, the so, whole thing is supposed to be very steampunk. That's yeah. what I think, I think you're 100% right. You went into it with no expectations, so yes. you were just allowed to enjoy it. Right. Whereas, yeah, I read the comics by Alan Moore. Right. And he's got a specific well, take on things. One of all the, the time. greatest comic book writers of all time. Right. right. So and he had nothing to do with the movie. They just bought the rights. Oh, yeah. I mean, he didn't help write or produce no, or anything. No, he's, he has disavowed every single. Uh, Translation of his works, if you will. So he disavows this one too. Yeah, he gets no money from it either. Why? He, he's so pissed at DC. He's like, I want nothing to do with you. I don't want your money. I want nothing. Even like for Dark Knight and everything. Uh he didn't do anything for Dark Knight. Oh, I thought he did Dark Knight. Who am I thinking Watchmen. of? Frank Miller. That's what I'm thinking of. Frank Miller, yes. Um, Alan Moore was Watchmen. That's right. No, he he doesn't take a dime from them. He's like, give it all to. Uh, who is it? Dave, what's his face? I should remember his name. God, it's terrible of me. I'll remember it before the end of this podcast. But anyway. All right. So you're not looking forward to this then? I am looking forward to it in a sense in that I I would like to see this. I would like to see it done right and done with justice. Does that make sense? Well, I want to see this adaptation, adaptation, you know, Better be a better homage to the written comics that Alan Moore wrote with right. art by Kevin O'Neill because they're fantastic, right? They're so good. So, so I am excited, yes, but the let the, the, the movie that did come out did leave a bad taste in my mouth. So, there's got that. it, got it, got it. All right, you want to talk about the next one? Yeah, I'm excited to hear. That Black Mirror is coming back to Netflix with his season six. I didn't think it was going to happen. Um, <laughs> well, only because Charlie Booker said like a year or two ago, yeah, we're living a scary enough world as it is right now that I don't think I, now this is paraphrasing, but he basically said, the world is so scary right now. I don't see how I could write anything this worse. Nice. I want to say they happened right after what season five you know, right before, in right, right everything after the went COVID to hell. Started, <laughs> went, yes, right. He's like, yeah, I can't write anything worse than this. This is right. But here we come. Here we go. Well, I mean, we have an old episode where we talked about Black Mirror. Uh, you can look that up. I can't remember what the number is. If anybody wants to talk about it. who doesn't know what Black Mirror is, but uh, I'm certainly looking forward to it because it, it is the, you know, the uh, Twilight Zone of our time, and yeah. uh, written very well, typically. Um, Netflix is in trouble right now. Anyways, as a streaming company, they're losing money. They're losing subscribers. 
Um, they need more hits. I think that, uh, you know, this is one of them. So. Yeah. In fact, uh, well, speaking of needing hits, I, I know it's further down, but actually it's a Netflix show. So maybe we should talk about the season three trailer for the Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Go ahead. What'd you think? I just watched it. Um, well, I think it literally came out today, right? Yeah. Well, well today, yesterday or today or something like that. Yeah. The, today we saw it, you know, the day we're recording this. So by the time you listen to this, it was probably out for a good 24, 48 hours. But, right. you know, I got to say, I, I, I know some of our listeners already kind of piped in. Um, I thought season one was okay. Mm-hmm. I thought season two was worlds above season one. I like season two. We really, really enjoyed over here. So I am hyped for season three, especially the way it ended on the cliffhanger. They think they come back into their present and then, oops, yep. here's the Sparrow Academy. Here's a complete other set of multiverse. Specials. What's that? Another multiverse. Well, possibly, maybe not so much the multiverse, but their actions back in the 60s obviously tweaked the timeline and different right. kids were chosen or whatever. Yeah. I think, you know, it could be fun. I think... That I think multiverse and timelines now and are becoming crutches for a lot of shows. Um, I can see that. Like, even as we get into Star Wars later on, I mean, I hope they don't start getting into like time jump stuff. Like, I don't. I just, you know, Star Wars has never been big into that. Star well, Wars they did it. Just... They they did it in in um, the Clone Wars, and it's a very significant one. And Rebels, I mean, too, as well. They did. Yeah, the world between worlds. That's why Ahsoka's here. You know, didn't you watch Rebels? No. Well, you're missing a lot. <laughs> See, I didn't realize Star Wars did anything with any kind of time jump. They did in Rebels, and um, I mean, if if they didn't do it, Ahsoka would be dead. Put it that way. Interesting. Um, you'd have to see it. Uh, yeah. yeah, you got to watch Rebels, man. It's a good show. Good, good show. So anyway, but this looks good. Umbrella Academy. I mean, I'll give it a shot again. You know, it depends. Well, it, it'll be when I have free time though, because I don't, I'm not going to be waiting for. Oh yeah. Same here. Same here. You know, it's well, not, it's not too, the highest Netflix, it's, it's going to be hard to cover it for this podcast because. It'll be all binged and done. Yeah. Right. So I might finish it a week before you finish it. Right. It's hard. And it doesn't matter because not everybody who listens is going to watch it all in the first week. The big, the big, you know, the people that love it will. Exactly. Sure, and that's fine. And I'm sure we'll get through a few episodes that, that first week, but we're not going to. I think they, they're going to have to change. They're going to look at everybody and start changing their model because they're, they're losing subscribers. You're not wrong. Because... They're gonna, and, and the binging's, I think, going to hurt them. Like, like you know, like we're going to have Obi-Wan for, well, four weeks. Right. Um, it's still a month, you know. It's still going to keep you between months because it's at may got to pay for may and then june 1st is the first one i think unless it's whenever you buy it i'm not sure how it works uh, with disney plus if your month is the the first day you start um anyways but i think netflix has got to rethink their their you know they want to put ads and stuff in now make it cheaper but i think you just have to spread your content out i think that would help them because i mean they were the big, you know, the, the big kid on the block, first on the block. They did the whole dump and people would talk about it. Oh my God, I watched right. it. I, I took the whole weekend and binged the whole series. But now that they've got a fair amount of competition, 
that is not dumping and instead putting things out an episode at a time, people talk about it longer. I mean, look at us. We talk when The Mandalorian is out or The Book of Boba Fett or now coming with Obi-Wan or Moon Knight. Countless examples. Week after week, we come back and talk about it. Right. On a Netflix series, it dumps. You you binge it. You talk about it that week. And then that's it. When do you bring it up again? When the next series comes out or season, if you're lucky. And I, Yeah. And honestly, I got to tell you. Two years later, you know. I need a refresher course on Stranger Things season three to remember what the hell happened. I mean, they yeah. bank on that too, I would assume. Well, what the, I'm not going to go back and watch it again though. So hopefully, I, I know it can go on YouTube and someone will have a breakdown of everything you need to know before you watch season four. And I'll probably watch it. Netflix <laughs> isn't getting a dime off of that. No, and you have to understand, you know, I'm not going to get too far down the rabbit hole here, but it's a bit of, uh, of a rabbit hole. You've got Apple Plus, Disney Plus. Yep. You've got, which is Hulu is part of Disney, and you've got Amazon Prime. Yeah. What is the common thing through all those three? Do you see a commonality in all of those? Um, I guess I'm not. The All those companies happen to have streaming, but that's not their sole source of income. Correct. Right. Right. Yeah. So they don't need to like kill. They just need to make a little money and keep going. Apple is the biggest company in the world. Well, right. not next to an oil company, like, you know, if they make a little bit of money, great, but that's not what's making that company work. Amazon prime, you get it because it's part of prime, you know, it's there's, there's so their, their money comes from elsewhere. Disney, they're everywhere. They own so many things that, you know, Disney Plus is just one thing of their of their income. Netflix, that's all it is. Right. Without that, they have nothing. They have nothing, right? So they're they're in trouble because these companies now have IPs and they have good stories. Shit, Apple won an Academy Award. They've only been around for a year and a half. You know, and uh, Netflix has been trying for years. And you know, they're they're it is going to be interesting next two or three years. You might see Netflix just fold. I'm not kidding. I don't know about that. I, they're losing a shit ton of money right now. They can't grow, so investors want growth. So they've they've you know they basically have flatlined their growth. Disney just added eight million people. Yeah, but they're still nowhere near Netflix's numbers. For now, for now, I understand. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that Netflix isn't in trouble. You're right. You make a good point. Um, and Disney has one of those things that that Netflix doesn't. The kids, I mean, right. Encanto is probably watched a billion times every day just by the same five year old somewhere. <laughs> if, you've, if you've ever had fair, kids, they watch this stuff the rabbit, over and over. Yeah. To be fair, Netflix Netflix has something that Disney doesn't, and that Netflix does global programming. For now, that. yeah, I know. Right. So right now, they still have the niche markets, and like you know, they got shows that are you know just for India, and some right. of them filter right. over to the U.S. They've got shows. Uh, they had a show um, called Love on the Spectrum, right. which was in Australia. They're now doing a U.S. version, but we watched that and we enjoyed it. So yeah, they also yeah. have one of my new favorite shows that I got to finish watching, The Pentaveret. <laughs> Are you watching that, the Michael Myers? Oh yeah, he's my favorite. I love Michael Myers. But is it good? It's great. Really? Well, if you like Michael Myers, I do like Michael Myers, but I what the Love Guru or something. I like that too because it's just stupid. Oh, see. 
it's his characters. Like, well, if you know anything about, so I married an axe murderer, right? It was one of I my favorite that. movies. Well, the Pentaveret started there. Oh my God. I gotta, I, gotta, I own that movie. I bought it digitally. So I will watch it again. His dad, the whole world is run by five, five people. The Pentaveret. <laughs> oh my Back God. Then, he went with that and ran with it. That's the series. He's had this in his head for years. Like, all, he's just this guy who, like, if you watch the So Many an Axe Murder, like, half his whole characters later on are from is from that movie. Oh, yeah. From Dr. Evil and, you know, all these things. Um, we have gone really down a rabbit That's all right. It's still, <laughs> it's oh, it's good. something on here that we never put. It's probably, it's part of my geek this week then, because I, I do like the Pentaveret. I'm not going to watch it now, because I was like, I don't know, but I love Love, so I married an ex-murderer. I really do. So it's a goofy show, it. and he's, he plays seven different characters. Right. And one of them, there's so many that are spot on, like a, let's say like a MAGA guy, and a, um, a Canadian broadcast. It's just I, I really enjoy it because it's him. You know, the story's not like you know mind bending or anything. No. Um, but he makes me laugh. I Mike Myers is one of my favorite people. Uh. I think he's just genuinely probably a great guy, and um, he makes me laugh. He makes me forget about this. shit. I was very surprised when he showed up in Inglorious Bastards. Right. Or a Queen movie. Right. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, we, we down a rabbit hole, but that is one of my geeks this week, but we're not on that yet. All right, let's move, let's move forward. We're, we uh, have some Star Wars news. Um, there's a Vanity Fair article that kind of stakes out the next few – Shows that we kind of already known about. Um, most of them. Most of them. Um, well, which one didn't you know about? Well, there's the unnamed show that they haven't, that they said they've been working on in secret that doesn't have a name that's coming out. Did you read the entire article? I did. Okay. I don't remember that though. Where, where's yeah, that they, at? I have it up here. There's a new well. show they're working on that this one, hush, hush, hush. Um, and I don't know how I missed it, but I was just dazzled. By the whole section about the volume. I'm oh sure yeah, it's great. You know about it already because you watched. All oh yeah, the I watched all yeah making yep. ofs and documentaries and stuff. Yep. I guess I mean I'd heard about their digital background stuff, but I didn't realize how immersive it was. So mm-hmm. I I really enjoyed that piece. So for those of you listening who don't know, Industrial Light Magic, uh, you know who were the you know one of the first users of you know trailblazers of green screens and blue screens and stuff like that now instead they've got this set where it's an ultra hd massive like the walls are all it's a big circular thing too right like like an infinite wall right so instead of throwing up a blue screen or a green screen they actually can put the high res image for what they want as a background behind it and the cameras can't tell the difference right so, and that's obviously how they did the Mandalorian and everything since. Except so for one episode. Right. Obviously something, you know, on the, you know, and some of the things like in Boba Fett when they're outside and stuff, it's obvious. No, I think Boba Fett was 99% in, in that area, in the volume, which it's, that's how good it is. But it was, right. the, it was, it was the Boba Fett episode in Mandalorian that was actually shot on location in, in California. And you can tell by the light. Yes, it was just the Robert Rodriguez directed episode. Correct. Yep, it was flat. Yeah, it was, a, which gave me a lot of you know faith that it would have been a great series because he Boba Fett just destroyed in that show. It was great, 
but didn't kind of work out that way. But yeah, the volume was super impressive to me. Yeah, it's what if you get a chance to watch any of that making up stuff, you'll you'll see uh, how it's done. It's really kind of amazing. It, but what it, what more what's more important that it it it's better for the actors. Yeah, because they feel yeah. immersed, especially if you watch the making of the first season, of the Mandalorian Giancarlo Esposito just is like, this is amazing. I'm, I'm in Star Wars. I don't have to act. I'm in it. Well, I don't know if it, I think it just came out today. Vanity Fair on their YouTube had a quick little thing, like 10, 15 minute thing with Ewan and um, Hayden. Oh, I'll and have to I watch that. her name. Um, Deborah Chow. Moses. Uh, the, the woman that plays the uh, Inquisitor. Oh, Riva? Riva? Well, I don't know the actress's name. Yeah. Her, her first name's Moses. Anyway, they talked to all of them and they talked about the volume. And she's like, you know, I'm talking to McGregor here who, you know, on Phantom Menace, she, she, you know, he was completely used to green screens and looking at a tennis ball, you know, hey, this right. is where the thing is going to be. Oh, there's a teamster holding it, right? Right. Hey, the over teamster. here, I'm a monster. Right. Where she's like, I didn't have to do any of that. I step onto set and they turn on the volume and I'm in the middle of Star Wars. Yep. It's completely immersive. And she said, yeah, you, I don't have to pretend something is there. It's there. Right. It makes, it just puts you right in the character. Right. So, but then another thing that's cool about this article, um, that, you know, Kennedy start says a few things. One of them is, uh, I guess the first movie that's going to come is going to be the Taika Waititi movie. We think, yeah. Uh, they did not cut down. They say Rogue Squadron still coming. She said it in this. Yeah, um, but there's no way in hell it's making this 2023 release date if they're not. No, no, no. She didn't say that. They just said. I understand. She said it's still coming, but yeah, Disney has not yet changed its release date. But if they're not even in, if they're not in a production at this point, there's no way it's making that release date. Right, and they're not. And they and they did say that the Ryan Johnson trilogy announced five years ago is, is still backburnered. They didn't say it was done. Right. Ryan has been unbelievably busy with Knives Out and the deal that he made at Netflix for multiple movies. Well, he's got to do what? Knives Out two and three or something like that. At least Knives Out know. two. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but anyways, they're coming out there. But she also talked a little bit about uh, the solo movie and and how that how she said she made the mistake of, of, um, and I, I think this is bullshit in my opinion. I'm going to call bullshit, but they think that, that it failed because, you know, Harrison Ford wasn't Han Solo and people did give shit over that, but that's putting an awful lot of problems on, on, uh, Eldon who played, uh, Eldon Ehrenreich, something like that. That's how you say it. Uh, who played Han, which I didn't mind him. And we've talked about that before, but the, 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 the fact she said that is I probably shouldn't have recast him. Like I can't recast Luke. So you'll never see, according to the way she said this, uh, somebody like Sebastian Stan will never play Luke. It's going to be. is bullshit. Which part's bullshit? Sebastian Stan, I think, would make a great Luke. It's, it's cool. But according to what she said in this kind of article, or article, it was either this one or something else that I read that she basically is like, you know, it, it, she doesn't want to alter the main characters like that because. She basically said she learned that while she was on the set for Indiana Jones. And and she she was very honest. She says, I didn't have the reverence for Star Wars as I do for Indiana Jones because she started that. She was the first producer. She was a that was one of her first producing gigs. Right. And she goes, When I look over and I see, you know, Harrison, that's Indy. Nobody else could play Indy. And I should have had the same I'm I'm 
paraphrasing her, she said, I should have had the same reverence for Han Solo and I didn't. So she took the blame for that, but it also makes me feel like you're, you're, you're throwing Eldon or on the, you know, in front of the bus, which is crap. It's not his fault. I agree with you. I think she learned the wrong lessons. I think, I think she learned yeah, part of the long role. Yes. For what it's worth. I liked Solo, and I, I've always said that I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. Honestly, I think it's better than the sequels. Hmm. It's more fun because it's a one-off and there's no big deal to it. Right. And it had some good stuff to it. Um, you know, the sequels are just... I don't think the sequels are going to age as well as the prequels did. Put it that way. I don't think so either. And I I don't know. I, I am eager for that time five, ten years down the road where people look at Solo again and reevaluate it. I think yeah. I think it'll look better from a distance. That being said, I think some characters will age well from the sequels. I think Ray's character will age okay. I, think, I agree. I think Finn. You know, I think those characters will age okay, yes. get through it, but I don't think the stories will. I agree. So they could come back and and you know write something really cool for Ray and you know bring it back to something. So um, whew, boy, that's a lot. That was a lot of news. Well, look, we're not look, done with the Star Wars. They pretty much outright confirmed, which, okay, I think we all knew it was coming. The fact they brought Hayden Christensen back. Yeah. They're not bringing him back just to sit in the armor and not have another battle. No, why would they, right? Worth, yeah, Obi-Wan. In that article, she all but confirms. I mean, I think there's a picture in the article of Hayden practicing a fight. Again, with Obi or not with uh, Ewan McGregor's stunt double. Right. Yep. So we know there's going to be another duel. Oh, yeah. That that wasn't hidden. No, I know. But, well, they didn't come out and say it. But, and I everyone, mean, I think, you, kind of assumed that was going to be the case with Obi-Wan. You'll probably get a cracked helmet, you know, to see his face come through like, like they did in Rebels, which you didn't see. Well, yeah. They're not hiring. I mean... They brought back Hayden to be Anakin slash Darth right. Vader. Which goes We're back to my theory. Like I said, I think he lets Obi-Wan go. Right. Well, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see if you're right, Joe. Um, well, he's also going to be in Ahsoka. That hasn't been confirmed, I thought. Yeah, I think it's been confirmed. I'll be more than happy to see him there, too. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited and scared. Um, a friend of mine, <laughs> a friend of mine knows the whole show and, um, he goes, you don't, it's not going to go where you think it's going to go. And he's, you know, he's excited for it, but he's also like, you know, worried about the ending and that kind of stuff. And I said, don't tell me anything. Is that called nervited? What's that? Is that called nervited? You're nervous and excited at the same time. Oh, right. Um, well, you know me, I know. Uh, this is what I have skin in the game. So. I think it's going to be fun. I think, you know, when you've got Ewan McGregor, good actor, you've got Deborah Chow, good director, and by all means, from what I, all accounts, the writer is a good writer. So, I mean, at worst, it'll be mediocre. Like, it won't be horrible. It'll be better than, me- it'll be better than yeah. mediocre, I think. I hope so. Could it be disappointing? I don't know. But, and we also you know, got to hear a little bit about you know, the Andor show that's Coming at some point. I can't wait for that. That's going to be, I think that's going to be great. I'm I'm hoping it's great. 
only because I love I love its connection to Rogue One. Again, possibly my favorite Star Wars movie. But I, I just like Diego. Oh, he's great. He's great. I I like everything I've seen him in so far. I've liked him. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna be extremely pleased with that that show. If we get more K two S O, I'll be really happy too. Right. Right. Wow. Anything else we're missing on this? Uh, I think we covered think quite a bit covered. of news. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, the show's almost over. Okay. <laughs> oh, there is one more. One more bit. Sorry. I forgot to put it on here. I should have mentioned this during the Marvel, because we mentioned that we all know Loki season two is coming back, but they also announced that the entire cast is back. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I forgot to put that up there. Sorry. I, I saw right. that right before we got on. Well, that's good. That's very Sorry. good. All right. Let's, uh, I'm going to go quickly with our geek this week because it's not huge. Uh, the new Obi-Wan comic series is out. Uh, the first one is out. This was either last week or this week. The next one won't be out until June. Um, so if you're an Obi-Wan fan, gear up. This The first one is a little bit of a backstory of when he was a kid or a Padawan, like as in like almost just a little older than. Like a youngling? Yeah, basically a youngling. Um, it's fun. Awesome. It's fun. I also have only one geek this week, but it's been reading seven volumes of a European comic book called Orbital. He's so cultured, this Michael. <laughs> you know, okay, well, you know, what's that? What was that movie that came out that was terrible? Uh, the, I can't remember the name of it. That, 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 um, God damn it, who's the name of the director now? And now I'm having all these brain farts. Uh, what was that sci fi movie that came out? Valerian. That was it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. But the comics, the comics are decent. And I started reading those years ago. And that kind of led me to this book called Orbital. It's another European sci-fi comic. And I bought a couple of volumes when they were on sale from Amazon. Because they're only like the size of like maybe two comics. Right. I think they're like 64 pages, something like that. So maybe two, two and a half comics. But they're like 10, 12 bucks each. You know, because, you know, they're. They're, they're translated, I think, from French or Flemish or something like that. And then translated in English and then printed in the UK. And I think they're shipped here. Got it. So they're not they're not cheap. No. But I really like the story. Well, a couple of weeks ago, there was a Humble Bundle uh, where they had all eight volumes plus all the volumes of Valerian and all this, all these other European comics. So I said, screw it. And I bought them. Um, so I've actually been able to finally read the entire series. There's only eight volumes in the series i'm on volume seven right now so it's it's fun it's european sci-fi um if you like things like the incul or the meta barons or even valerian you'll like this it's it's sci-fi it's european sci-fi that's the best way to describe it it's good stuff cool uh quickly we have a patreon page and if you like a help if you would like to help out the podcast, check out our page at patreon.com slash kybercast and check out the various tiers of help that you can uh, look at and uh, help us out if you would like. It uh, goes to a good cost. It keeps this podcast up and running. And um, we're very grateful for all the listeners and those that help us out. So that is, again, patreon.com slash kybercast. All right, let's jump into the main because we're, you know, I don't want to rush through it, but we're we're going to go super long if we don't. Um, episode three of Star Trek New Worlds came out to, 
yesterday or today. I can't remember if it's Thursdays or it came out today. Today. So um I watched it. Michael, you watched it. I did. Um I've been leading it the last couple times. So how about you pull this one out? Um uh, what I'm gonna say about this is that it's another standalone episode. Yeah, there are things that are, you know, every episode is going to have a hint of something or something that's going to carry through the entire series. Right. But this is very episodic. It's very old school. I, I mentioned this last week, so I don't want to keep, you know, beating the same drum, but it's old school Star Trek, but done with a modern twist. And I'm here for it. I'm loving it. That's did you like, did you like this episode? This, this, I liked it. I thought it was the weakest of the three that have come out. Okay. But I still really, really liked it. And I thought I was like, okay, it's, it's, it's a typical, okay, there's a problem. And well, it finally story. gave number one a, a story, right? Like, right. That's the whole point. Now, I maybe you can shed some light on what she is because I kind of lost, I didn't quite understand. So, okay, I'll try and make this very brief. For, the, for those of you that are Trekkies, you already know all this stuff. And I'll try and do it as quick as possible. Um, well, you know who Khan is, right? Yes. He was an augment. He was part of a eugenics program where basically on Earth they had bred super intelligent, super strong super right. soldiers sometime in the 21st century. Uh, long story short, that led to World War III and the normal humans eventually won out and they either killed or banished all of the augments. And so that's why Khan ended up on the Botany Bay and then, you know, frozen and then he brought up, he was brought back, you know, brought consciousness in the original right. series yada 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 all that to say um the reason i mentioned all that is because after that war on earth they made it illegal to genetically modify your dna for improvements or for anything right. and as the earth was one of the founding members of the federation they also made sure that was one of the one of the charter points of the federation as well so what this whole episode was about was about this race the Aurelians who had heavily genetically modified themselves. And because of that, they could never join the Federation. Does that help? Yep. And that's where she is. That's what she is. Right. So, you know, spoilers, obviously. We find out that she is one of these people, an Aurelian. Which means she is an augment. She has been genetically modified. From birth or post? I think from birth. So, um, well, now that I've given that back bit, what did you think about the episode, Joe? Well, I thought it was cool. I mean, it's, I mean, I like, you know, they're, they're, they're using these one-off or these episodic things to get you to understand each character a little bit more. Yes. Like last one was more Ahura. This one's, you know, um, the first episode obviously is to kind of get everybody involved a little more with Pike. Right. Um, then Ahura and now you have um number what's her name on the show i don't even know what her name is uh but um i don't know what is her name on the show number oh, one she's number one that's it <laughs> no i'm sure she has a name that i of course i don't remember you know getting old is not fun kids <laughs> that's it una chin I... yes thank you chin riley una chin riley thank you wikipedia um that being said, this is by far the best Star Trek in the last five, ten years, my person, in my opinion, for whatever I that disagree. means. I, I don't disagree. And, you know, this, it, okay, 
It's not Next Generation. It's not Deep Space Nine. And I don't want it to be. Those shows are of their time. And as much as I love them, I'm sorry, the world is not what it was in 1987. So, that said, I love, love that we're getting these, I guess, these features, these profiles of individual characters. We haven't seen that really. I mean, Picard, we're not seeing it because Picard is the focus, right? Yeah, whatever. He's the reason. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it is. I mean, you name the you name the yeah. show after a single character, you're not going to have individual because it's him, right? Unless it's Boba Fett, right? Well, <laughs> that's another thing altogether. <laughs> but you know, Discovery, it was about yes, it was about Michael Burnham. She's the focus, but they have focused on other people, but not to this level. And to be fair, Next Generation, DS Nine, Voyager, all those, they had. 22 to 26 episodes to fill a year. So you had the filler episodes, you know, to get that budget to go over the entire year. You know, you just spent, you know, a quarter of your budget on the special effects on this episode. The next four or five episodes are going to be focusing on smaller stories. That's just how it works. Right. But it allowed the characters to build. It allowed things to happen like the love triangle between Worf and Riker and Troy, you know, in the later seasons of Next Generation. So... It lets you know the characters better. And now this, this, I am loving that. This series is taking place after the events of Discovery Season, right? After Discovery Season 2. In fact, yeah. The first episode was all about, you know, uh, one of the nacelles or whatever uh, crashing. Because they were, or not crashing, um, the battle right. against uh, Control was within one light year so they could see. Right. They were able to observe the battle and that's how I got the warp bomb. Got it. So yeah, this all takes place right after season two. Got it. Discovery. So yeah, <laughs> excuse me. I, I thought it was a very good episode. Um, I th- you know, I I would assume that um, we might get some Spock stories next or something. Or like, are they going to bring in a uh, like a Scotty? I don't know who this you know down the road. Like, are they all there before Kirk gets there? I don't I don't know. I don't know. We, I, I hope we not. get a check off or what we get. You know what I mean? Right. I'm hoping, I mean, it's cool that Uhuru is there. It's cool that Spock is there. But let's not bring in the whole rest of the cast. I, I'm loving the current engineer. He's such a cocky dick. I love him. Right. Um, I, I like everyone on this show. I've, I mean, really even the, what's the, in. what's the one guy, the alien guy who, with the white, with the almost bug looking, you know. Oh, the new engineer, the blind engineer. Is, is that, is that, yeah, what's up? Uh, but yeah, he's blind, but. They don't really, it doesn't really matter because he's not. He's Hammer. Right. Yeah. He's interesting. Yeah. I, I like him. I like him quite a bit. Um, and then even at the end with um, uh, Dr. Uh, Mbenga. That was interesting with his daughter. Like That was a twist. Yeah. I didn't but, quite understand the stasis that he's like, that's what caused problems. I didn't quite understand that stasis, but. So what the deal was is uh, basically the last time they were at port, they were supposed to get a, basically a firmware upgrade to their transporters for the filters, the biofilters. Whenever you transport, it, you go through a biofilter as well, so that way nothing is, nothing bad is transported up. You don't turn it into the fly? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and he didn't allow the uh, basically the firmware upgrade to go into the right. transporter and medical because 
there's something caught in the field. And it's, right. that's when we find out it's his daughter. Terribly tragic. Right. Basically, she has super leukemia. Right. And there's no cure. Right. It was an interesting show about – it was a good idea of what what you tell people, what you don't tell people. Um, are you forgiven for certain things because of what you are and what you're not? Um she comes clean and Captain Pike is like, whatever. <laughs> right. You proved yourself. I, I don't care. I'm going to fucking die anyways. I don't care. But then she in turn. Did the same. Did the same to Dr. Right. But she did delete her last star log or whatever. Well, yeah. She's not stupid enough to leave evidence that she right. is an Aurelian. That was right. smart. She had right. to get it out, but she's not going to put it on the record. Well, she doesn't want the captain in trouble. Right. I guess some more of that. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent that. But v- surprisingly touching at the end of the episode. I mean, I was yeah, like, I hardly even know Dr. Mbenga and I can't, I'm sorry if I'm saying his name wrong, but you know, when he starts reading to his daughter, a nighttime story, he's like, Oh my God. I was like pulling yeah. at my heartstrings. Yeah. This was not a, this, this was the least propaganda episode so far too. Um, it was good. I, I I'm looking forward to the next episode. Like I, I'm like, cool. Next Thursday is another, there's another one of these. And I haven't felt that way for star Trek before. Isn't that interesting though? Like, so with Discovery and Picard, every episode ends, you're like, oh, what happens next week? Because the story doesn't end. It's like, oh, it stopped here and we know it's going to pick up next week. Right. With Strange New Worlds, I'm actually more interested because I know there's no connection or little Very little. Right. Right. I know every single week it's going to be a whole new thing and I'm here for it. Yeah, but what they're going to have to worry about is like always running into the accidental thing. Like maybe they should be called somewhere to go do something. You know what I mean? Like right now they're like floating around like, oh, what's happening? And then this, there's something wrong. Okay. You know what I mean? There like should be some of that too. You're going to have to get past that like, oh, this planet's in trouble. Okay. Well, you know what I mean? Like they're going to have to push that a little more. Um, but it's a good show. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Halo finale was out. I watched that. Michael is now done with it. He will not watch season two, apparently. He said ever again. Um, oh my god, I'm so happy to be. Well, okay, how can it be that? It's, it is not that bad to be like so. Um, it's. I don't think it was that bad. Like you had to get something through it. I just don't. That's fine. If anyone out there who likes it, more power to you. I I just I don't know. I see so much money spent on CGI, and it looks terrible. I think the cover think looks, looks terrible. terrible, and I think what it comes down to, and maybe this is just me. Um, I ended the season not giving a fuck about any of the characters other than uh, Dr. Halsey's evil and needs to be put down. I like the twist that she did the same thing that she did. The kids made a fake person of her and made a clone. Yeah, that was cool. That was was a good twist. And yes, it was a twist. You find out that the, uh, her daughter is, you know, the one that's been working with her the whole time. Right. I mean, there are some twists and stuff, but I don't know. Yeah, I took your approach. I watched the entire season. I, yeah, I yep. bitched about it. But I was like, if the finale sticks it, all right, fine. But it got done. I was like, nothing's resolved. Yeah, that is a problem. I, I was like, yeah, now we don't even know if is, – is he a robot now, basically, based just using uh, um, Cortana. Cortana as uh, – That's the thing. I, I think they're going to spend way too long on season two – getting his consciousness back out. Right. And I don't care if it comes back out. Yeah. That's the problem. But yeah. Fair. I, I was 100% convinced that this would end and we'd see the halo and 
basically we'd be standing on the precipice of a whole new world to explore in season two. Right. And that didn't happen. No. And I think that's a disappointment uh, for sure. I think that um, I like the halo characters, the, um, or the, the, the Spartan characters. Um, They're not bad. Um, I, I so I, 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 I got to remember, I can't remember all their names, um, but um, I, I, I did end up liking the, the characters. I did end up, I mean, I, I like Master Chief. I want him to come back, you know, uh, again, but I have no skin in this show. Like, I again, I watch it for the different point of view, like not as critical as I will be with any Star Wars thing. But, um, you know, I, I enjoy the show. I, I disagree. I think the CGI for a TV show is pretty darn good um, because those creatures don't exist anyways in real life. So what are you going to do? It's either rubber or you put them in this thing. And I, I thought they looked pretty good. Um you know, I don't know if they're using game engine stuff for this stuff, like, you know, which is possible. Um, there's definitely some nice nods of when they went into the Covenant's world and that turned into a video game for a bit inside of the helmets, which was cool. Um, that was a good battle scene. And I think when you've played Halo and it goes into that, then it, it just looks like a video game because that's where it came from and that's where your eye goes. Right. And, and, you know, you know, it's CGI, of course. Um so that doesn't bother me. Uh, so anyways, I, I, I think there's some cool stuff to it. I think it definitely has problems. I, I think it would have been, you know, they killed from what we know, Mackie or Mikey or Mickey or whatever her name is. Um, McKee. I don't know how you say it, but she seems to be dead. Right. Yeah. Um, As John Bovey, John Bon Jovi would say, she was shot through the heart. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they didn't necessarily find the halo, um, but Cortana saved the other Spartans and brought them back, and yep. we'll see. Uh, after, but you know, it, we don't know if John took a if he's dead or not. I would assume he's not. I don't think so. Like, why, said, why have Lee Schreiber saying. for or whatever his name is Schreiber for Pablo Pablo Schreiber without uh, for one season and then just keep the the helmet on and Cortana that doesn't talk and just this robot. Terminator right. thing would He's be a waste. In there somewhere they, they didn't kill him off that quickly. Yeah. I, but to your point, I I, I uh, really didn't connect with all the Spartans. I mean, what Vanek and Riz, they were very one note. Well, on purpose, right? Right. But Kai, Kai was awesome. I have to admit, even more than Master Chief. Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. The character I most connected to with was Kai. I think everybody. I I would argue that for for that and and maybe the Halsey's daughter, maybe. Yeah, um, Kai and uh, Miranda Keys. Yeah, yeah, Kai. I, I'm like I said, this show is not terrible. It just for whatever reason. It didn't engage me with the characters. I didn't end up caring about the characters except Kai. It's just funny that you come, you, 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 you're on this show and you kind of mellow out as we talk about it. But when you post something on social media, it's like, I never have to watch that show again. Like, if it, like this show is better than Picard and it's better than Discovery, in my opinion. Here's the difference I admit that Picard season two was not a great episode, greatest, great season at all. It and you didn't even like season one. Correct. But I keep coming back because I'm so tied into Picard as a character. Now, mind you, I have, you know, seven seasons of Next Generation and 
how many movies, blah, blah, blah. This show could use, Halo could use a star that has a more known quantity and gravitas. And it it would, it may change a lot of it. Because, I mean, when you have Patrick Stewart, I mean, who doesn't want to watch Patrick Stewart? Well, I mean, it's interesting. We just talked about Strange New Worlds. Um, Yes, a couple of the characters we know are going to go on into Star Trek and be on the next generation, or not next generation, the original series. We know a little bit about Pike from him showing up in the original series and also in the Kelvinverse, the first, you know, Abrams film. Right. As well as Into Darkness. But it's a different Pike. All that to say... I care way more about this group of characters in three episodes of Star Trek, who for the most part I've just met, than I care for Master Chief after, what, 10 episodes. Uh, yeah, I don't disagree with that. So that's why, again, it's well, not Well, I don't know. I like, the, I, I like the Master Chief, but I, I hear you. I hear that. I understand that. But when, when out of all these characters, the one that I only really give a shit about is Kai. I also in like 10 episodes. The, um... The uh, the guy that was a former Spartan, I liked his character. And all right, he was all right, yeah. And the girl, Quan Ha. But they kind of ended that weird. So, right. I mean, I'm, I'm I don't doubt that she'll be back. It's just Kai was my major connection on this show, and already there's there's so much more I want to know just about the characters on Strange New Worlds, which is funny. They're both on Paramount. Yeah. They're both you know being put out on the same streaming channel. Uh, there's just, again, and maybe it's my bias, but I think I think you're enjoying Strange New Worlds more as well, aren't you? Yeah, right now, so. more than Halo. Um, about equal, but I, but but uh, Strange New Worlds is more digestible. Right. It's, it's just it's it's a little more um, familiar. That's fair. You know, like Halo, I don't really know much about, and they're they're trying, they're trying something new, you know. And I, I, I like it. Uh, well, I'm I mean, glad you do. I'm not going to. I don't like, I'm not going to pine for it. Like if it, if they don't make another season, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll be a little bit disappointed, but I won't be like, oh, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to like, fuck Paramount Plus. I'm going to cancel my subscription. Like that ain't right. going to happen. You know? Um, I got to tell you, the content of Paramount Plus is getting good. Like, I mean, not to go one, one last rabbit hole, but I'm watching The Offer. Oh my God. Is that a great show? If you're a if you're a Godfather fan, then watch how they. It's basically the story of how it got made. Um, that sounds interesting. It's so good because it actually I it's it's, it's it's written by uh, it's based on Alan Ruddy's book, and his daughter's a producer of this and stuff. And it's just so damn good. You got uh, the English girl that's in um, Ted Lasso that plays the model or whatever. Oh yeah, she's in it. She's great in this too. Um, it's just really good. It's so good. It's so fun to watch. Like I cannot wait for the next episode. I think, and it, it dropped today. Like I think it's in episode six or something like that. Now it's so good. It's a great show. It's like Mad Men meets film meets meets uh um the mob. It's awesome. I'll have to check in. Check this out. Very fun. I mean. That that's probably a good place to end it. Like, go watch the offer. If you didn't like, if, if you don't have, if you don't have, uh, if you have, if you want Paramount Plus, like that is definitely the, uh, the show to watch. It's so good if you're a Godfather fan. So, 
Michael, how can they tell us about all the news and stuff that they've heard from us today and what they like, don't like, you know, where's all the league of extraordinary gentlemen fans? What can they say? Yeah. What do you think about all this news? What do you think about strange new worlds? What do you think about the finale of uh, halo? Let us know on both Twitter and Instagram at Kybercast, or if uh, Facebook is more your style, we have both a group and a page at the Kybercast. Cool. And check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Kybercast. We can check that out. Um, but the best way you can help the show is to smash that subscribe button like we always ask. Do that. Leave a comment or share the podcast with a friend. That's really helpful. Um, you know, even if you dislike somebody and you hate this show, share it anyways to somebody you don't like. At least we'll get one more listen. Um or check out our website at kybercast.com. All of our shows are there. So you can do that as well. And check out the shop. We've got some swag you can check out there too. Some mugs, hats, shirts, anything you want is on our website. Um, so we have a dilemma because uh, I believe Obi-Wan comes out on the 27th. And that's a Friday. Uh, and I would much rather record something about Obi-Wan next time, then try and fill it up the day before the show comes out and then wait a week. Uh, so Michael and I have to figure that out. Looks like we'll be recording it on the weekend. Maybe. And then that goes back to Wednesdays, I believe. So it's just, it would just be the first one because we're getting two episodes again. So it's going to be a big, we'll be coming off, you know, celebration is next week. So there's going to be a lot of Star Wars news and a lot of stuff that I, I'd like to cover. So we might be slightly late next week so that we can be actually on time with news instead of a week late. I think. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Oh, but wait. What? What? It's Memorial Weekend next weekend. Mm-hmm. I may not be in town. Well, we'll record Monday or something. Whatever. We'll, we'll make it work. I don't want to do it. I don't want to wait a week. No, no, that's fine. We'll make it work. So we'll figure something out. We will. Um, but I will watch it. I will pre-watch by watching the prequels. A little pre-Obi-Wan. I'll watch the prequels again to get my mind into it. And a pre-game. I'm going to pre-game it. Um, but my time is coming. And I think a lot, like I said, is resting on this Obi-Wan show. If it, if it fails, oof, that big lineup that Kennedy just talked about in Vanity Fair could could fall like a house of cards. I don't think it will. I was going to say, Obi-Wan would have to be complete shit for it to fail. And I don't think it will be complete shit. I have tremendous faith in Deborah Chow. She's made some of the best episodes of Mandalorian. She knows this universe. Um, she's going to be great. It's going to be great. Or even, at least just be if, good. Just be good. It doesn't have to be great. Even if Obi-Wan is on the level of Boba Fett, it's not a big enough failure for it to derail anything. It's it better be better than Boba Fett. Well, yeah, I'm hoping it. It is. better be like you've yeah. you've got arguably better characters than Boba Fett True. that that need to you know. I mean, just having you have some good acting gravitas in this show with um, what's his name playing uh, Uncle Owen. I mean, that guy's a good actor. Edgerton, Edgerton. Yep, is that his name? Yep. Um, you know who's a great meme right now? If, you, if you're following. <laughs> It's the best meme ever of the, you know, like you've, like you trained your father, like you trained his father, that kind of that thing. Is, it's all over the place memes with him. Um, and there's another meme out there. If you look up, uh, pulling from, I know we're going long and maybe I'll cut this, but maybe I will. But basically it's, um, they say that we're, you know, they show the picture of him ripping on Obi-Wan or whatever. 
And then, the, the, then there's another one of the emperor below saying, poor Uncle Owen, he can roast other people, but then he gets roasted in the end oh. when they show the skeletons. Harsh, harsh. <laughs> it's great. Look it up. All right. That'll do it for this week. So lots going on next week with Star Wars. So that's going to be exciting and scary. So until then, this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.